Now on Radio Italia Uno, it's time to change the world with Matt McQuinley. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, canceling cancel culture, discussing and listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, business, history, and more. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. There's this stereotype narrative that's been sold to us by the media, politicians, and the like, that all entrepreneurs and business people are evil manipulators who are born to privilege, who all take advantage of the poor Aussie battlers. And after a full day of starving babies, kicking grandmothers out of their homes, stealing grandfather's Mm -hmm. pensions, they go home and swim around in their gold coins like Scrooge McDuck. But like so many narratives today, the presentation of business people and entrepreneurs has been weaponized to help others put forth their own agendas. While like any group, there are saints and there are sinners, in reality, a recent study has found that 79% of millionaire entrepreneurs inherited nothing except for debt from their parents. It's found that 88% of millionaire entrepreneurs are people who made it all themselves. Less than 8% of those people went to elite schools. And 93% of them said they use coupons. Consider, entrepreneurs have quite literally changed the world. They're the type of people that see a problem and try to offer a solution. And of course, deserve to be compensated as such. They're oftentimes motivated by much more than money. It's usually an idea that drives them. In fact, many of the most successful entrepreneurs seem not to be overly motivated by money at all. That's why they take the risks they do. And that's why many of us end up broke. Think about what the world would be like if Henry Ford, who went bankrupt twice, hadn't seen the need, and been the first to mass-produce the automobile to try to bring it to the non-elite middle class. Chocolate was also a rich man's luxury, until an entrepreneur named Milton Hershey, who also went broke twice, found a way to make it something that most of us could afford. Right now, the mega-titans of entrepreneurship, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, are taking us to the stars and have basically shamed the governments of the world to start to try to do the same. Bill Gates, whose first business also failed, was instrumental in getting the computer into everyone's home and business. He's pretty much shamed the governments of the world into taking action on the AIDS epidemic in Africa. In peacetime, virtually all of the innovation in medicine, science, agriculture, and more have come from entrepreneurs in the private sector, as do most of the jobs that allow people to take care of their families. Solving the world's problems, making the world a better place for everyone, and rewarding those who do should be something that's encouraged and celebrated, not denigrated. Our guest today is someone who tries to help others make their dreams come true create opportunity for themselves so they in turn can create opportunities for others.
Sam Donato is the founder and director of Actus Training and Education, as well as a board member of the National Self-Employment Association. Thanks for being here, Sam. I, I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you for having me today, Matt. Can you first of all tell us why your business name is Actus? Because I was really excited to hear that. Yeah, very interesting. Actus is a, is a Latin word. Actus uh, is a Latin word that means growth. So uh, very early in this idea of building a business around education and training others, uh, I explored, well, what can we make this of value? And, and I drew from this inspiration together with, uh, with my uh, designer at the time to come up with a name that represented what we were about. So Actus is the name we chose, uh, and we've grown with that. Mm. And how does that tie into your philosophies and, and, and on entrepreneurship, how you help out these entrepreneurs? Yep. Part, part of the act, the actors philosophy is very much about, you know, empowering people and organizations to grow no matter where they've come from. Uh, what's behind that all? The, the idea is that, um, you know, people from all walks of life aspire to do something different and new and improve their own standing in life, in society, in their work. And as a consequence, they have a lot of questions and, and sometimes question whether they can do it themselves. And what we provide is a medium through which we can go, no, we, we will support you through this. So no matter where you've come from, no matter what you think you can or cannot do, if you do your part, we'll do ours and we'll take you on that journey. Mm. That just reminded me what Henry Ford said. He said, if you think a thing can be done or you think a thing can't be done, you're right either way. Absolutely. So um, tell, tell me about the government program that you, you just got a big um, contract with the government of South Australia, didn't you? To Yeah, I'll, I'll fill you in a bit about this, uh, you know, uh, uh, way we are actually help people who start businesses. We're part of a – we're a provider for a, a – a, um, a government program, it's a federal government program called the Self-Employment Assistance Program. Essentially, this program is uh, geared towards people who have an idea uh, and are not sure where to start with the idea. So uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the initial part of the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, I've got this idea, I know I can make it work, and, and people come to us with this idea and not knowing where to start. And so we take them progressively through every step of the way from, you know, well, how do we know that we've met everything we need for this idea and how do we actually build on it? And so, therefore, this program, you know, has many components to it, uh, anything from, you know, building a business plan, helping to understand all the facets of running an effective business, uh, because, uh, you know, running a business has many moving parts and uh, you can't just have a good idea. You know, I always share with people that, you know, where do ideas come from? They come from inspiration. What are you inspired by? Then build that idea into something that you can see and visualize as part of your goals that you set. And then from there on, the idea then becomes a course to action and you've got to determine what those action steps will be. So I suppose in a broad way, that's what we do. We, people come to us and go, I've got this idea. And the next thing we do is we go, okay, well, let's see what this idea means. Why do you believe it can work in the marketplace? And then we build on that looking at all the compliance and all the milestones they need to meet. And then, you know, does it stack up financially and bang, you know, we can go take it the next step and see whether we can take them on a journey and help them through all the, all the, all the ap apprehensions they might have and the like. So without sounding too cheesy here, it sounds like what you're describing is you're trying to take a dream and turn it into reality. I Give them a step-by-step -step plan absolutely, absolutely. to turn this dream into a reality. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, And we've seen that happen many times. I've, I've been involved in 
you know, self-employment assistance type programs since 2007 uh, and in all facets of training people, mentoring people, uh, helping people to put together a comprehensive business plan. And uh, I've seen, you know, a number of success stories and it's really satisfying to see people who go on and build a, you know, substantial business. Mm, wow. Well, it's it's amazing what you just said. And I want to point out to anybody listening, because, Sam, I know that you're a guy that inspires people. I get fired up just talking to you. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the interesting thing is, if you're somebody that's listening, most of the, most of the uh, as they would say in the castle, the ideas men – Maybe aren't so great at the implementation and dotting the I's and crossing mm-hmm. the T's and all these things. Yep. You know, in fact, I, I, I read somewhere that they had to stop a – Richard Branson had to stop a – have you heard about this? They no, had to no, stop no. a board meeting, and this was like in the last 15 years yep. or so. Yes, I mean, it, yes. this isn't like, like at the beginning of yep. his career yep. because – he had to have it pull his accountant, one of his accounts out, and say, "Now tell me the difference again between gross profit and net profit," because yep. he didn't understand how to read the Absolutely. profit and loss correctly. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, just because you, you don't have to be, everybody's got their own skills. Yep. You can yep. be the visionary, and then you yes. need somebody like you to yep. to help, uh, you know, yep. implement things. Yep. Or you can be the guy that's really good at planning, that's right. and then you need somebody else who's going to drive the enthusiasm. That's so, right. it takes all different kinds, and yep. it sounds like you're working. Working with all different kinds, yeah, is that ab- correct? Absolutely. Look, there, there's there, the, one of the fundamental steps to start any a program, even starting your own business, is to uh, is to have an awareness of where you are, mm. have an awareness of where you are with your with your skill set, have an awareness of where you are in terms of your own temperament and makeup, your 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 um, your tolerance for risk, your ability to 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 manage multiple tasks, to multi skill. See, all of these things come into the play with actually being able to get a business off the ground. And knowing knowing where to start and knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are allow you, like you say, to bring in the people that might complement what you do. And that's an important part of it because you're not going to wear every hat. Mm. Uh, and, look, you don't have to be an expert at everything. Mm. Uh, you know, so you need to know, know how to bring that expertise. And, and part of the program we run is to, is to you know, flag, I, I don't know this, I'm not sure what to do, or am I on the right track here, what do I do with this? And so we help people to, to demystify and also cut to the chase. I mean, look, we could spend, you know, uh, on financial management, we could spend a year on the different metrics and the different approaches to doing things. But there are some things that are fundamental, some mm. things that are fundamental, you know. You'd be amazed as, I talk, as, I, as I've talked to people over the years about, you know, how is your business doing? You'd be surprised how many people go, well, I don't know what my P&L oh says my, or I don't yeah. know this or I don't know that. And, and the, the analogy I give to people is when you are a business owner, you need to be the pilot and not the passenger. See, you've got to be able to be in that cockpit of your own business and see all these gauges in front of you. And as soon as there's a small change – you readjust, you come up with plan B, you take action to recalibrate where you're going. If you're the passenger, you only got few indicators. I'm off, I'm, I look like I'm far off the ground. I look like I'm getting closer. This thing's moving from left to right. There ain't too many, there ain't too many gauges that give you the indication of where you are. So you have to be really in control. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, I don't say to people, don't be in business just to make money. That's not the purpose mm. of it. However, uh, you need money to pay the bills. You need money to pay your staff. You need money for sustainability. All of those things become part of 
a sustainable long-term business. Mm. Wow, so much to unpack there. I I don't even know where to begin. There's so many pearls of wisdom in there. But uh, just real quick, I do want to say that uh, my my first boss reminded me of something uh, about money. uh, And and I just want to share that. And that is, his name was Marty Dimitrovich. Yes, yes. And he used to say, money's only good for the good it can do. Yes, yeah, And that absolutely. seems to be what you're saying. Absolutely. So we're going to be back with Sam Donato, the man with the plan, who helps people get their businesses off the ground. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. We're back with Sam Donato, trainer and uh, extraordinaire. Oh, thank you, Matt. <laughs> And uh, well, tell us, uh, how, can, how in the last session, you came up with so many great things. Bam, 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 bam. Yes. I, I was scribbling things down. Yes. Uh, but how, I, I'm sure the people that are listening are asking themselves, how can they get a hold of you if they want to yeah. utilize your services? How yeah. could they? Yeah, absolutely. Look, we, we run a, we're, our business is based here in Adelaide. Uh, we have a, uh, our office in Paynham. Um, and uh, Actus Training and Education, it's A-U-C-T-U-S, uh, Actus Training and Education, and we, are, uh, uh, we have a website, uh, www.actus.com.au, and uh, you can go on our website and see, you know, get a more detailed description of all the services we provide. One of the things you talked about in the last session was that you, you focus on helping people be honest with themselves, mm-hmm. you know, so yes. they know where they need to work on. Usually you, you mentioned that entrepreneurs are ideas men, yep. you know, uh, or women. Um, and I like to say about myself that I'm just smart enough to know how dumb I am. <laughs> so how do you help people figure out their strengths and weaknesses and mm. how do you manage that process mm. to get mm. them more to where they want to be? Mm. Yeah, look, you know, when we first deal with uh, people who have a, an idea, obviously we, we explore things at a high level. Um, we, we talk about their idea, explore their idea. Uh, we challenge the idea about why, we, why they believe it probably has merit. Uh, we project the idea around, you know, giving some, some visual aspects to what it might look like in the day-to-day running of a business similar. Um, and then from there, what we do is we think there's, there's merit and there's a number of things we look for in their approach to, to, to fitting in with what taking an idea to the next step would be, we help them then uh, engage in a program where we help them develop a business plan. And that business plan is quite comprehensive. It deals with not only the, 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 the thoughts they have about this wonderful future and the, how they're going to solve all these problems through their idea, but it also deals with the practical realities of, you know, what are the financial projections, how many units will I have to sell, what's my typical week going to look like, what are the goals short and long-term by personal and professional. Uh, it deals with, uh, you know, what are the legal obligations I have or the compliance requirements, because all of those factors must come into fore. Because uh, at the end of the day, they need to be able to be responsible in their business venture. I mean, there are consumers and you know, people that would use their product or service will actually need to have some level of security around you know, their engagement, you know, qualifications they might have, the expertise they might have, the insurances they need, all those sorts of things that are a necessary requirement for business. So we help them to, biz- to, to build that, and then we, um, we, we support them in the steps they need to take from there on. Wow. Which, which is very – so it's a little bit like, uh, to put it more uh, into a more colloquial term, it's like a shark tank. 
Except more gen- a little bit more gentle. Absolutely. Look, you know, it's business 101. I mean, mm-hmm. what you see on those programs typically is going, well, why should someone buy your product? Why mm. would someone benefit from your service? And ultimately, look, any business, any business, you know, one of the key questions I will always ask is, what problem are you going to solve or solve it better than no one solved mm. before? That's mm. the fundamental of it. Like, you go out there and you go, well, nobody does it this way. Uh, you know, I, I started my own business with that with that idea. It's like, you know, what what is it that people don't provide? What are the, what are the what are the gaps that exist? And you know, one of the th- one of the key themes around what we do is to go well. People come to engage in a course because they want a change of life outcome. Mm-hmm. And so I t- I say to my staff, we're not in the business of just printing certificates. That's not what we offer. That certificate is not just a piece of paper. It, it represents changing people's lives mm. through education. It represents, you know, people being able to educate their kids, build memories, pay off their mortgage, uh, pay for school fees. It changes their life in that in that way. So that's what we provide. It's 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 a service. And you know, I, I, there's a saying you may have heard it. You know, don't go out every day looking for a harvest. Go out day planting seed. And we go out there, we plant all these seeds every day. You know, I always go to analogies about growth and, you know, because that, that's my favorite thing. But it is what it is. You know, you go out there and plant seeds every day and eventually the harvest comes. Mm, wow. And, 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 and the type of people that were just taking a little bit of a step back, the, these people that are entrepreneurs, it doesn't natu- come naturally to them to worry about, oh, am I complying with OHS and am I, you know, they're, they're big picture people, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's very important. And, yes. and, and I was shocked, you know, as, as, as you know, I'm a business coach consultant as well. I mean, mm-hmm. and, uh, so if somebody's looking for a lower quality help, I'm available. Yeah. <laughs> you can't afford Sam. Yeah. But, uh, no, seriously. But I was shocked by how people, but, Don't, but they Matt, can't on even... that point, you said, oh, you can't afford to This program we run, if you meet the criteria... is free. It's free. I know. How, how good can it get? Well, usually I have to pay my clients. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, the it, it, I was shocked that so few people in Australia, I mean, really nothing is taught in schools. There's no basics. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, they can't read a profit and loss. Yeah. Yes, you ask yes, a business yes. person, almost all the business people I ask, I say, are you making money? They go, uh, well, I have money in the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> which yeah. means nothing. They could yeah. be making money hand over mm. fist and it's all tied up in stock. That's right. Or they could have tons of payables they haven't paid and that's and, and they're yeah. way underwater yeah, yeah. so or the tax office mm. they could oh gosh knows how much to the tax office yeah. so it's it's uh it, it's great that there's organizations like yours and i'm talking too much i need to stop no, you're but right. but but you know it's great that there's organizations like yours that can help people mm. that want to help others this you know uh do the nitty-gritty stuff Mm. And help them with their vision. Yes, it's it's awesome, yeah. and, and and you do have a point of difference in your in Actus, which is exciting. That's yeah. the point I was trying to get to. Yeah, no, look, we 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 are passionate about making a difference, people. I say to my staff, look, we don't, we're not here to, you know, we, of course we are in business to pay our bills and make money and be rewarded for our risk. All those things are are given. But that can't be the focus for the client. The client is the one that we provide the service to, and we need to add value to them. 
that's the most important thing. How do we add value by serving, by serving them better, better, better than anybody else, by providing them, the, you know, what they came there for to excel those, exceed those expectations, and that's our that's our mission as such, you know, to make a difference for them. Mm. Mm. And and you're running about a thousand people a year through. Through yeah. Actus, correct? Yeah, yeah that's you, right. I mean, we, we typically, last year, we, we was close to a 1,000 students that came through our organization. Um, you know, we, uh, we endeavor to have some around 280 startups that we helped this year. So it is, you know, it's quite a sizable program that we run where mm. we get people with ideas to explore them, work them through a process of training and mentoring, and uh, get them going out there in the community and starting their own business. And you have th- 35 staff, I believe yes, you said? Yes, we have 35 staff. So why mm. do you feel, besides being a nice guy, okay, <laughs> it's so important uh, to help out both uh, people that are want to become entrepreneurs mm. and ones that are already are entrepreneurs? Oh, look, ultimately, you know, what happens is, you know, every day someone wakes up and, uh, you know, uh, and leaves for work. Some of those people provide a job and some of those people work for someone else. Mm. And we need both. There's no doubt about it. But, um, you know, we can create a culture of service and helping others because that's what, you know, a, a, a balanced community works with, you know, uh, the fact that we're able to help each other. Uh, and we, we, we like to be part of that. It just so happens that we're in education. We don't make coffee. We don't, we're not a builder. We're not a, but education is our area of service, and we want to make a difference in that field. Mm. And uh, you know, particularly with this program about helping people to start their business, we want to make sure that they have clarity about the fundamentals. Uh, and the things we teach them, I, I've, I've, tried, I've walked that path myself. I mean, when I started Actus myself in 2004, uh, I didn't have you know, program similar. I just had a, uh, quite a bit of business experience working for some large corporate companies and decided to go and be an educator around management and leadership. And uh, that's where it all started. But I had to learn to be a small business owner at the time, just working on my own and then growing from there and do whatever it takes at the beginning. And see, these are the, 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 the steps I've taken uh, from the beginning, oh, I had a mentor myself, a very insightful, helped me to take some good steps towards a success. But one thing I learned in terms of fundamentals, with I share with uh, with people that we come across in our programs, you know, I've learned that there's three things that are important in terms of helping you to succeed uh, in business. Um, you know, you need to have belief in the idea you have. Now, people will say, "Well, that's obvious." You know, of course, you've got to believe in the idea. Well, I can probably tell you, soon you go out that door and start to knock on people's doors, you probably will face some level, if not a lot of rejection at first. But will you believe in this idea to the extent that you will keep knocking and knocking and knocking? Because you believe there is a market for it. And I can tell you from experience, knock on enough doors, some will open. And then they'll give you an opportunity from there. So belief is the first thing you need. The second thing you need is you need drive. So yes, you've got this great business idea. You've got a business plan that's comprehensive around your your goals and your ambitions for this this um, business idea. It stacks up, but I can tell you, if if you don't decide what Monday will be, next thing you know, it'll be Friday, and you may not have done anything. If you're honest with yourself, you have to have a plan to drive that business idea, Monday through to Friday. Eventually, your your belief, your drive, eventually someone will give you a go. They will. And when they do, just do a good job because the people that build your business is what people say about you. 
And so what happens is one customer becomes two, two become four, four become eight, eight become 16. It has a multiplier effect. And in my own, my own story was that in 18 months after I started this idea and did whatever it takes to get there and see some momentum, I had more work than I could do. Mm. And, and then as I tell people in business these days, I mean, if you're, if you're adding value and your people are willing to pay for your value, then, uh, then continue what you're doing and find a way to, to reproduce yourself. And that's really what happened from there on because you can only invest so many of your hours every day. So then find ways to reproduce yourself. And that's the story of Actus from there on. Mm. So let me ask you this, mm. okay? And, uh, why do you think that some people like yourself have so much work that they just can't keep up and then others are out there complaining, man, I, it's so slow, I can't get clients? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I do think it comes back to those three things. I mean, if, if I, I tell people this all the time. If you go out to the marketplace with metaphorically a post-it note on your forehead that says everybody's rejected me and you will too, guess what's going to happen? Exactly. But if you go to that next door going, I either learned something from the person who just shut the door in my face or said, no, I don't want to use your service or product, and I've learned something from that, or I just simply go to the next door and it's as if it's the first person I've seen, then if you believe and and display that in your behavior, sooner or later, someone will give you a go. And then the drive, like I said, if you're getting up on a Monday morning and you're if you're honest with yourself and not procrastinating and getting into it and doing those things you don't want to do. Because in, becoming in business reveals a lot about you. It reveals that you've got to do some things you don't want to do to become the person you want to be. Uh, I like what Jim Rowan says. He says, you know, success is not something you pursue. It's something you become. Mm. And so what needs to happen is as you are pursuing this idea, there are challenges you face internally about your own makeup. I mean, there are really four areas that, you know, you need to be concerned around business and how you build this business idea. And the first thing is, is not to get hung up on the technical area. See, most people think, well, I can make really good coffee. Well, Mm. it's not just about the coffee. There's the things that come before the coffee that makes a difference Mm. or whatever that idea of the product or service you offer. See, people, the first thing you need to do is deal with yourself. Mm. Have I got the right disciplines, the right attitude? the right predisposition towards this thing. Then am I good at connecting with people? Do people like dealing with me? Mm-hmm. Um, I have this saying, you know, when you meet people, say, I like you, what do you do? Wow, tell me how. You know, that's the progression we want to see happen. Because people, if they like you, they want to deal with you. Wow, some great insights. And we're going to hear more great insights because I just wrote down three or four questions uh, from Sam Donato, the founder of uh, Actus Training and Education, right after this. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. For those of you just joining us, we're here with Sam Donato, the founder and director of Actus Training and Education, as well as a board member for the National Self-Employment Association. And uh, in the last session, uh, we were talking, uh, you were talking a little bit about what it takes to be successful, uh, and you were talking about uh, what Zig Ziglar would call a checkup from the neck up, <laughs> you know, having the right mind frame. Is, mm-hmm. Do you want to expand a little bit more on that? Yeah, so I was I was sharing with uh, with the audience uh, about you know four areas. We often think of think of 
you know, uh, providing a service or a product as just the end result, the technical skill. And it's probably a bit like saying, um, all I need is a plumber. But if you ask most people, most people want a plumber who's caring, connecting, cares about his work, has pride in it. People buy more than just the end result. Mm. And I suppose that there's four areas that I encourage people to consider. And, the, and the, probably the biggest area is people to consider their own self-discipline around what they do and who they are. Because as I was saying earlier, business is, being in business for yourself is a journey around self-discovery as much as it is about building a business. And so what happens is you need to challenge yourself about what am I allowing to happen or not happen around me? Um, you know, often when people bring up issues about things that are happening, I'll say, well, the first place to go is in the mirror, uh, not to look out there for what the problem is. The, the, when we talk about competition in the course that we run, I say to people, look, you know, the, the greatest competition is not out there. The greatest competition is in your mind. Mm. Okay, what are you limiting yourself towards? So if you can deal with all those sorts of issues about you, and what framework you're putting around your degree of success, then you can venture into how you then you connect with the environment that you're planning to have a successful business in. And there's a couple of steps that come into that. Absolutely. You've got to be a people's person, you know. Uh, that's what we learn from people like Dale Carnegie 101, you know, about you've got to know how to connect with people, be a, people, a person that people find easy to be around. Mm-hmm. So that interpersonal stuff is very important. Uh, so after you dealt with yourself, deal with how you deal with people. And then what I've discovered is this, um, Matt, that when, when people like dealing with you, they're willing to be led. You see, it's a bit like if I go to a store and I don't gel, let's say, with the person who's serving me, I'm highly unlikely to buy something from them. But if I like them, I'd be entertained by them and I'm more open to giving them ideas and information about my needs and therefore, they can interpret those needs more accurately. But see, but I'll only get that information if I like them, and then I'll be willing to be led or influenced by them. So there's this progression from yourself, your interpersonal or your working with others, your ability to then lead, and then at the end is the technical ability of what we provide people, the product knowledge or service that we're able to offer them. So, But often people start from the other end. Oh, you want to buy this thing? Here it is. Uh, you like it, you don't like it. No, no, no. If you do all the other stuff, then that just falls into place naturally. Mm. And so, you know, the more people can focus on the things they can do with self and then how they interact with people, then there will be a natural progression towards guiding them and then providing them the service that reflects their needs or aspirations. Wow. So much there that's that's important. And it's interesting. It does come down to that so much in business. I mean, it comes down to, do I like this guy Mm. more often than not? You know, do I trust him? You know, that that is an important element. Mm. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, years ago, I'll I'll share a bit of a story. Years ago, I had um, uh, someone who was um, starting a business and they had an idea of uh, uh, being a pet photographer. And... In one of the early mentoring sessions, uh, I talked to him about, okay, how will you approach your um, your clients that may ring up with an inquiry? Because often people go, okay, here's how I'm going to advertise. Here's my website. Here's the phone number they can contact. Great. The phone rings. What do you do? Mm-hmm. So I said to him, okay, what do you do? And the person said, well, I, when, they, when they ask me about how much it costs, I tell them a photograph of such dimensions will cost, you know, $70, let's say, and... 
and uh, you know, another photograph of this dimension will cost you whatever that figure may be. I said, stop right there. I said, what about if you said to them, tell you what you do, what about you try this? First of all, talk about their pets because people love talking about what's important to them. Mm. And then after that, tell them you'll photograph them for free. She looked at me perplexed. And I told her about when my children were young and I went down a mall in one of the shopping malls here in Adelaide and I had someone offering free photos for your children. And we went and got our free photo. And then uh, when we went to pick up the photos, they gave us the free photo. But they said to us, but by the way, sir, we've got all these other packages which are great value with all the other photos we took. And there were some beautiful photos of our children with a rocking horse or the bouncing ball and... I mean, leaving those photos were behind like leaving your children behind. Mm. So I said, photograph them for free because what's at stake here? Out of 10 people that say, okay, come and do that, I'm sure six will buy. Mm. With the other way, probably only two out of 10 will buy. Mm. Interestingly, going back to the area of belief, when I met a few months later with the same person, I said, how did you go? And their response was, I can't do this. So... There was this lack of belief about being able to modify their own behavior towards it. What, what couldn't they do? I, they just couldn't, ad- couldn't take on um, working through a process that I described. So that's, and that comes down to belief. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I, ask you, I say to you, knock on a door. And, you know, here's a script of what you might say. But you've got to knock on that door and right. work through that script. It's not going to happen on its own. So you, do you believe this will work? Yes, I do. Okay, well, then that's what you have to do. Wow. Um, you have to have the courage to do it mm. and the commitment towards it. You talk about the three C's. Mm. So you're kind of dancing around them now. Do you yeah. want to share them with the audience? Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, uh, there are some fundamentals to success, and there's a number of, number of them. But these three I often share with people about, you know, okay, well, I've got this great idea. Okay, we need, the first thing you need to do is you have to have clarity. Clarity is about, you know, well, clarity. What do, what do you mean by that? Well, you've, got to have a, you've got to have a vision. You've got to visualize what you are wanting to do. You've got to have that picture of success in your mind because somehow when you are clear about what you're planning to do, it's a quirky thing, but it reveals itself. It really does reveal itself. Um, if you put in the effort, of course, you don't just sit around thinking it's going to happen, but if you somehow go out and seek out this to happen, it will happen. And, I mean, I remember when I first started in business myself, uh, I visualized myself going to a graduation class of my students. Exactly within two years, I sat there and I thought to myself, I saw this before it happened, because that's exactly what I was doing. So you've got to have clarity, which is you've got to visualize where you're going. You've got to have a vision of what it is. You've got to crystallize that vision. The other things, you've got to have courage to do it. Mm. It does take courage to alter your script on the phone and learn something new. It does take courage to knock on another door when you've been rejected and people have said, no, we're not interested. It does take courage to go to networking events when you're not used to it. Mm. It does take courage to get out there and speak to new people and speak to groups of people or speak to individuals with the belief that you believe that this product can make a difference to them. So it does take courage. And the other thing is it needs commitment to follow it through. Why is courage different to commitment? Because there will be challenging times in anyone's business venture. There'll be times when you will doubt your own ability to do things. There'll be times when it gets harder before it gets easier. 
but your sheer commitment to this will carry you through. Uh, you know, there's the not giving up, and you'll, you'll be surprised what comes of that. The resilience you build will be incredible. And I'm, and I'm not saying this because I, it's, it's out of a textbook. Been there myself. You know, business is cyclical. If you can get used to the highs and the lows of business and modify your, your behavior and your strategy to suit, you're bound to succeed. Uh, you know, I, I have this saying that, you know, many people can relate to, I'm sure, that, that, um, I, that um, decisions about, are more about making them right than being right. Mm. You know, you make a decision to be in business, sure, okay, you've got a plan to be successful, but just like, you know, something coming your way that you didn't expect, well, you modify and you work around it and you reroute what you, where you were going and you end up to a reasonable destination. So that commitment carries you through. So I say to my staff, we don't try. We do things around here. Mm. Wow, great stuff. Reminding me of Zig Ziglar again where he says the difference – actually, I have to do it as Zig Ziglar. Yep. The difference between a big shot <laughs> and a little shot is a big shot is a little shot that kept on shooting. <laughs> so we're going to be back here with a big shot, Sam Donato. Uh, founder and director of Actus Training and Education with some more words of wisdom right after this. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. We're back with Sam Donato, uh, founder of Actus uh, Training and Education. And and Sam, uh, one thing I want to talk about here is a little bit negative. It's failure. Mm. And one thing that uh, I've always found that was interesting, I read a study years and years ago about failure in business, and I think this is exactly where you fit in. That's why I'm mm-hmm. saying it is, you know, most businesses that fail, it's because, not because, uh, the reason why is it's a guy who, for example, he was a policeman for 30 years. Mm. He retired. He, his dream was always to have a restaurant, and he opens a restaurant. Yeah. And his experience in restaurants were he ate there. Yes. You know, so that's where somebody like you comes in, yes. where you can help their dream become a reality, where you can, uh, you know, get them the experience they need. Mm. Can you tell our audience how they can reach you and, and how you would start that process with them? Yeah, look, um, I mean, people can, can call our office uh, um, and uh, talk to one of our staff that can help them with the, the self-employment assistance program, which is the program uh, that we run. To, for startups, uh, that we can we can do that, but in terms of uh, you were saying what what, what business and, and the phone numbers. Oh yes, one eight hundred five one one five one nine. One more time for the slower kids in the class. That's <laughs> me, by the way. One three hundred five one one five one nine. Okay, great. Okay, so uh, uh, yeah, so businesses. Like you were saying, Matt, I mean, people often think oh, I've got a I, I like doing something, so I can do it. Let's say commercially. And sometimes they can, those things can be significantly different. You're right about the example of the, the, the person who's, a, who's good at cooking for their guests at home think they can run a commercial enterprise. It's not always the case. And often I encourage people to go, work in a commercial enterprise before you do this because uh, that will give you some insight to the realities of that environment. So, uh, yeah, so it, it, sometimes people start from the wrong end with their business idea. And the other thing is uh, there are some... There are some 
fundamentals around, you know, what it takes to to ensure you can modify what you do with your success. I mean, you have to plan, and people often don't plan. They think, we'll just make it happen. Well, it doesn't just happen. You need a plan and a process behind it. The other thing is that they don't measure, and that's a key fundamental around, you know, their, their degree of failure. You know, I said earlier about being the pilot and not the passenger. Very important. Uh, knowing your numbers in a business is very important. And, look, you don't have to get overly sophisticated about it. You, you just need to know what are the takings I need to have to make this successful based on what my costs are. You know, what is my work in progress? What are What is my bank account saying? What is my cash flow projection? There's some key fundamental questions. They might sound daunting to people, but they are simple things that we can help people to, to see through and work uh, and work. And also the other thing I find that yeah, hinders people in their success is they delay the right decisions. Once you've done your analysis, just make the decision. Just work with it. Uh, just just run with it. Back yourself. And if, you know if you get something wrong, wrong, well, just adjust and 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 find a way to make it right. Remember, I said earlier about decisions are more about making them right than being right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one gets it right all the time. Uh, you know, I mean, I like what uh, I think it is uh, Jim Rowan that says, you know, fail your way to success. You know, you've got to have the resilience to keep getting back up, learning the lessons from it and finding more successes than failures. So you've got to have that attitude that, you know, you, you, you won't give up. You'll keep going. Now, sometimes people have said to me, well, how long do you persevere before you go? This idea doesn't have legs. If you want me to give you a number or, or some indication of how long it takes to explore an idea, it probably does take a couple of years before you go. The idea, as it were, as I thought, it is probably doesn't have doesn't have merit. But you know, the interesting thing I've discovered is that people who have passion and belief in in an idea, we may go into a business idea with with something that might not quite hit the, the mark. However, they are nimble and quick enough to adjust to one that does because they believe they have something that can be built on. I think that's so so key. I mean, and it's just like life. I mean, you think mm-hmm. you're going one direction, and then you find out, whoa, I'm really great at this. Yeah. So that 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 is some awesome yes, yes. awesome uh, thinking there. Uh, what in the small amount of time we have left in a couple minutes? Uh, and I know you probably hate it when people do this to you. What do you think is the biggest key? What's the biggest thing you want to share with this audience uh, on how they could be successful as an entrepreneur? or why they should even take a chance to be an entrepreneur. Oh, look, I, I think about a story that uh, I once uh, um, had a meeting with uh, a, a friend of mine. We'd, we'd, uh, we had worked together while we were still at school and uh, you know, still studying as, uh, as, uh, as young adults and uh, met up with him years ago. He had a senior management position and we had coffee and I was telling him about the challenges of being in business and uh, you know, that it, 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 is, it, it does have its challenges, there's no doubt about it. It's, it's, you know, I don't want to romanticise it, uh, but it, but it can be extremely rewarding. He said to me, what's the upside? And I said to him, you get to be the master of your own destiny. You get to blame nobody for your successes or failures and you can, you can rise to levels that you at times thought weren't possible. Now, I suppose I'll leave you with this thought. Um, the challenge is, you know, we think sometimes that we have a sense of security around everything we do. And I, I would challenge people to think, you know, nothing is 100% secure. So if you've got a dream and ambition, you might have to let go of something that you think offers you all the security in the world. And I stress you think, 
to pursue something that you might think that you're going to be able to do. Because I don't know about, you know, our listeners, what how they feel about it. And we all have a different walk, walk of life and path to pursue. But I know that I want to get to the end of my retirement years as from, a, from a business perspective and be able to go, I had a go and here were the highlights, here were the things I learned, here were the things that I didn't get quite right. But here are the, the heights I got to that I never thought were possible. Rather than I could have, I should have, but it's too late. Mm. So I suppose my message is just have a go. Mm. What's there to lose? And of mm. course, you've got to risk manage that. You've got to consider the effect, but just have a go. Yeah, I, I think that's that's powerful. I don't think anybody on their deathbed w- says, "Gosh, I wish I hadn't taken. Le- I wish I would have taken less risks." Mm, I absolutely. think they say the absolutely. opposite. So, thank you so much for being here today, Sam. We're we're so privileged to have you. I really want to thank you again for being here. Uh, I want to thank Mark for paneling for us. And most of all, I want to thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for having me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been all, the pleasure's been all ours. Thank you. Um, as always, I'm going to leave you with a brief inspirational message. He was born the fourth of six children to a Quaker family. He started working on a whaling ship at the age of 15. At 19, he was inspired by Ben Franklin to become a printer. But printing didn't work out for him. He opened up a dry goods store with his brother, but within one year, it failed. In the next decade, he opened up four other retail businesses. They all failed. He and his brother, like many others, were swept up in the California gold rush. They, of course, never found gold. They did open another store to sell to miners. They weren't very successful with that one either. But they did learn a lot that they were able to use later. In the new business, when almost all shoppers used credit, he was the first person to sell at a discount for cash. He was also the first known retailer to have fixed prices. Unfortunately, this business failed as well, and at 36, he opened yet another business, this time in New York. In his first year, he profited $90, or approximately $2,700 in today's money. A few years later, he expanded the business and rented 11 neighborhood buildings. This created what we now know today as the first department store. He came up with completely new advertising, marketing, and promotional strategies, like putting Santa Claus in stores, having original theme sales, and lighted window displays. He was the first known retailer to offer a money-back guarantee. A few years after renting those 11 nearby buildings, he was turning over $1 million per year. In 2018, Macy's celebrated its 160th anniversary and was ranked 120 on the Fortune 500 list of largest U.S. companies by revenue. Macy's on 34th Street in Manhattan is one of the most popular tourist destinations in all of New York City. Macy's has has appeared in... Oscar-winning movies like Miracle on 34th Street, the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade, which has run for the last 98 years, is the world's largest. And as of 2015, Macy's was the largest retail store chain in the United States by volume. In 2017, Macy's had 130,000 employees, 510 stores, and an annual revenue of 24.8 billion U.S. dollars, which is higher than the GDP of 85 of the 195 countries on Earth. What do we learn from Roland Macy?
We learn that success is not instantaneous. We learn that often we have to have some failures and learn from them to become successful. Also, we might need to try a couple different careers to find out what we were destined to do. Remember, before he was a successful businessman, he was a whaler, a printer, and a miner first. We learn to be successful, we have to take risks. He had to fail six times in business before he was successful. And we also learn that there are two kinds of people in the world. The first who will not follow their dreams, give up after their first, second, or third failures, who will not learn from their mistakes, and then... There are the type that will learn from their mistakes, regroup, and try again, who will not give up on their dreams, and who will accomplish things that others, or maybe even themselves, thought were impossible, and perhaps change the world for the better. The real question is, as always, which one are you?